Lately, it feels like I've been inundated with skeptics and it's very disheartening when those skeptics are the ones that you're uh, close to when you know you can't pray because they wouldn't receive it when they look at you like there's something wrong because there has been an offense that have come has come in or Maybe if it's not a hurt or a wound, maybe it's uh, distrust. Distrust because they have insecurities themselves. It is so bizarre to experience and and very hurtful. I have come to this place of wanting to give openly and freely, but when those things are not received or are questioned as if, no, I'm doing something wrong, um, it's very, very painful. I think it's hard when it's within the church. It's not difficult when I'm dealing with unbelievers. But when it's fellow believers, believers who have taught me, believers that I look up to and love dearly, it gets to be pretty difficult. So I wanted to get on here real quick and share that and encourage you if you're feeling the same thing, that um, discord or dissension that's um, rearing its head. I believe that it's spiritual warfare because it is uh, pretty consistent and unusual in the forms that it's coming in. So... I just wanted to hop on here. I mean, if it's the normal relationship, um, unity without conflict is artificial harmony. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. But when it's people that I'm used to um, being close to and these things are not coming up or being so evident, then I believe it is the warfare that is going on. Um So I'm thankful for that awareness, but it doesn't make it any easier to deal with. It's still painful. Uh, I think it's harder because you don't expect it to come in in the ways that it is coming in. And the truth is that none of us are above being tempted or challenged um, or being used by the enemy if our feelings get hurt and it's not resolved, um, then we can, you know, not trust a person um, if we don't have the conversations to um, work through it and we just kind of sit down right where the offense came in. 
then we're not going to move through it. We're staying there. We're staying in that stuck place of, of hurt. And um, sometimes we can pretend or think that we're moving through it because we have times that it's fine. But when it comes up, if it still hurts, then if we can, maybe trying to pray about it fast, um, bring it to the Lord um, and put it to the scripture to see what uh, should be done with it, if anything. So um, I just wanted to bring that up today and share it because it's very close to me right now and I want to be transparent with you all. Um, I think it's also a sign of growth and a sign that um, we're on the right track because as we've heard, the enemy doesn't um, attack a, a, a target that's not uh, a threat. So if you weren't a threat, you would not be a target. So um, I just wanted to encourage you to continue in the faith, to recognize that um, growing in our faith looks different for everyone and some people are not going to be able to receive what you have to offer even if you look at them as mature in the faith if their giftings are not the same as yours and they've not been in a body that embraces and highlights the differences that are okay and good then one person may be comfortable completely tithing Um, above and beyond a 10% and trusting the Lord with their finances and seeing that fruit return to them, um, you know, many times over multiplying an increase. While another person may um, receive dreams from the Lord, um, those two get together and one shares their dream and the other person thinks they're nuts and the other person shares their um their submission in their with their pocketbook and the other one thinks they're nuts like i'm not doing that and the other one says i don't know if you're really hearing from god in that way so when we bring skepticism and judgment and we're not open to the different ways that the lord works in people and through people Uh, We really limit, (laughs) we stifle the Lord. Um, It's very sad to me how much this is um, becoming obvious in in the body, in religious circles. Um, We get all religious about it. Like, oh no, you're not doing that. I can totally see why the different denominations exist because... Um, is very pharisaical. I want that to land. It's very religious and it's very pharisaical. Um, We have our preferences and we don't respect one another. We don't respect the Lord and one another and we don't take the time to um, hear one another um, because we have our own agendas um, of things that we want to do. And the Lord is long suffering in it. Clearly, um, he's still drawing people to him and letting people come to know him or receive him, uh, believe in him. 
um, as it appears uh, to be. And um, as I can understand it, uh, also, we have a lot of people who believe and do not follow. Um, they use it for their own gain. They want to police what the Holy Spirit's doing and police what um, the body is doing. I'm not saying that order is uh, inappropriate because I completely believe in order and, um, and respect for the positions um, and longevity. And I also believe that uh, the, the children in the nursery um, deserve to be taught the word of God as if they can understand it and that if they, as if they can receive him uh, just as the elder person is valuable and has something to offer at their age. I believe I can learn something from every single person um, and I respect that about them, that they, the Lord has chosen to give them breath and, um, that if I earn the right to speak into them in correction or, um, to share my faith, um, that, you know, that that is something that is really sacred. That is it is beautiful and it takes time and it's of the Lord. It's all his. So anyway, um, no, they, the people, no matter what age, no matter, no matter what they are valuable, they have something to offer. And, um, I think offense and skepticism is very rampant. We are babies in different ways. Um, we're all walking around hurt, trying to hide what um, has hurt us. But in the meantime, we're going home and talking about it. And um, our kids hear it and they don't want to come to church. They don't want to be a part of what's really going on because we go there, uh, to the building and we act a certain way and treat people a certain way, but then we leave and we shred one another. Um, that's just disgusting. It's, um, it's, unjust. It is manipulative. It's fake. Um, and we wonder why people leave in mass groves. Um, we are responsible for sharing our faith, for living our faith, for sharing him. And I just pray that we can repent from him uh, showing his goodness to us with in whatever way we're willing to give him that space um as whatever space he's he's uh given he will definitely fill um and it looks different than we expect most often he's not like us he's different from us and we have to be willing to follow rather than being in control of everything and defining everything. There's a, as one of my pastors says, there's a mystery to uh, our belief that 
we walk out and there's so many facets of our faith that we can't define him and put him in a box and say, no, he can't do that. Or he's not going to do that. You know, that's what he's like, God, like he can do whatever he wants to do. So, um, I'm on here today a bit discouraged, but also encouraged, um, that, we can continue walking out um, our faith, even if people that are in our circles don't agree with us or um, they've been hurt by us, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Um, and we just want to keep, keep pressing in. Don't quit. Persevere persevere through it. We read it all over the place in the scripture. Um, Just don't quit. Keep going. He corrects us. He loves us. He brings us together. He wants us to forgive. If we don't forgive, then we can't be forgiven. So we've got to let these things go and do whatever we need to do to make sure we let those things go. If it still hurts, then we haven't really let it go. Um, I think we're still in the healing process and being, uh, able to recognize that is very important. So, um, just don't sit down, don't stay there, don't stop and receive it as a hurt and, um, let, let relationships be fluid and change as long as you're not being abused, uh, be long suffering and, um, and forgiving um, so that you can see the goodness of the Lord. I mean, we see in Esther, her her people were um, threatened to death and they fasted and prayed and the Lord moved on their behalf and saved them. So I don't know, maybe someone is talking bad about you. Are you fasting and praying and asking the Lord to intercede? Um, maybe someone has whatever kind of thing against you. They, they think that your faith isn't true or you're out of line in some kind of way, or who do you think you are like to think that the Lord would use you in that way or whatever it is. I just want to encourage you to bring it to the Lord, to love, to love, love, love. Well, love covers a multitude of sins, which means we forgive and we keep walking, not resentfully, not talking trash about people behind their back because you've endured being kind to their face. That is not love. (laughs) That's the kind of crap that keeps people from coming to church. That's the kind of crap that keeps your kids from loving the Lord. That's the kind of garbage that is um, like the Pharisees. Read how they treated Jesus. Do you look different from them? in the scripture. And if you don't, then you should probably consider your heart and ask the Lord to exchange your hard ugliness towards his creation of people uh, into a loving heart of flesh. So thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much. And, um, Pray that the Lord will be with you this day, that he will tenderize your your heart, your speech, life and death lives in the tongue. 
Good Lord, let us evaluate ourselves and our behavior, Lord, so that we can uh, be judged before we meet you. Uh, Lord, let us continually fillet and examine ourselves um, before you. So I love you all. Take care.